come to prayer meeting. Open your Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse number 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14. The Bible says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath the light with darkness? Please remain standing as we pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for the word of God. We know, according to the word, grass withereth and flowers fade. But your word will stand forever. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the word of God. Enlighten our understanding today. Help us to see more clearly the heart of God. Glorify yourself in this house. Teach us. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Help us to do better as sons and daughters of Almighty God. We thank you that your word will not return void. It will produce the result that heaven intended. We believe the word of God. We receive it by faith right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to remind everybody that this month is the month of February. We just begin a new month, and the month of February is popular for two things. Number one, we know of what we call the Black History Month. And number two, we know of this thing called Valentine. By permission of the Holy Spirit, I will be focusing all of our teachings and preaching this month on relationship. Come on, sir. So throughout the month of February, I want to teach, I want to preach about relationship. Why is that important? Because the number one problem in America today, I believe, is broken homes. And if the truth be told, broken homes comes from broken relationship. So the goal of this series throughout this month is to help somebody. And one thing I love about ministry, while I'm trying to help others, God in his grace allows me to help my own self. You cannot be cooking in the kitchen and then you go hungry. 
So this series is for everybody. Now there are some of you might be saying, wait a minute. I don't need to know about relationship. First of all, that is not true. All of us, even if you're in relationship, we all need to learn how to do better. If you're not yet in relationship, you need to know just in case you decide to get into one. And even if you have a good relationship, it's still wisdom to know. You never know who's going to call you someday. Your own children may need an advice or guidance. So it's always good to know about relationship. Some of you may be asking, well, okay, I get it. So why are you teaching us about relationship? What do you know about relationship? <laughs> I, I try not to be rude to people, but sometimes you have to shock people, you know. But the truth be told that I've been pastoring for 23 years. And for 23 years, I've been dealing with all kinds of people's relationship. So when you have that many years under your belt, then you can run your mouth. Not only that, I've been married for 33 years. So I know something. Not only that, I've done a lot of work, research, and study in this area. I even publish a book. I get tickled, people who have not written nothing. They be, yeah, 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 yeah. When you become an expert in an area, then come, then we can talk. Until then, just sit down and. <laughs> What is relationship? Ladies and gentlemen, it's really very simple. What I want to begin with today, if you need a topic, it's going to call, be called an introduction to godly relationship. Not just any kind of relationship. Godly relationship. That's very, very important. Ladies and gentlemen, a good place to start is to define relationship. What is relationship? Relationship, ladies and gentlemen, is basically an act of connecting with somebody else. When you connect with somebody else, you're in relationship with that person. Please take note, buried in that definition is the reality that relationship is a choice. Nobody can make you connect with anybody. You have to choose. And when I talk about a choice, a choice is an action or inaction. A choice is a decision or indecision. Life is full of choices. Every day we are making choices. It was a choice for you to get off the bed this morning and come to church. 
choices that we make can be direct or indirect. There are some choices we make, we don't really think about it, but we are making a choice. If you had breakfast this morning, it's a choice. Nobody stuck that coca hole in your mouth. You choose. You lift up the spoon from the plate into your mouth to your stomach. That's a choice. Sometimes our choices can be constructive. Sometimes our choices can be silenced. But all choices has consequence. When you decide to be in relationship with a man or a woman, a boy or girl, or anyone, it comes with consequence. And ladies and gentlemen, the choices we make sometimes, many times I will say, affect somebody else. Some children are messed up today because of the choices their parents have made. So we have to learn about relationship. We have to learn about the choices we make so that we can get into godly relationship. Ladies and gentlemen, when it's relationship we are talking about, you need to be aware there are some myths out there. When I talk about myth, I'm talking about some things that we learn. You know, some catchphrases we say in Christian, in Christianity, that is not the Bible. It just sounds good. We grew up with it. And part of my assignment is to, is to correct that. I was, I was so moved yesterday as I listened to Sister Shirley Hawkins, and, and she declared to everybody, I learned this from my pastor, and I'm working this, and it's working for me. So I'm not here to entertain you. I'm not trying to win popular. I'm already popular. You know that. I, I, I don't need to impress nobody. I'm just learning to do me. But I've seen so many homes destroyed. I've seen so many wounded souls that somebody needs to begin to talk about what God has to say about our relationship. One of the myths out there that is not true when it comes to relationship, people will say, I'll just pray and God will send me the right man. That is a lie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, God will guide you. God will, will help you. God will give you blueprint. But at the end of the day, it's your choice. 
who that boyfriend going to be, who that girlfriend going to be, who your husband going to be, who your wife going to be, is your choice. And if you screw it up, it's on you. And nobody shouting now. You're not going to see a big sign in the sky that says, Mary Harry. <laughs> Tell your neighbor it's your choice. Another myth out there that is messing a lot of Christians up is that you'll be surprised religion has messed some people up to think you don't have to date nobody. I'm just going to wait until my change comes. See, it sounds so good when you look at it. But ladies and gentlemen, the truth be told, you have to give God something to work with. If you want God to bless you with a good wife, but you are always dressing sloppy, you won't take care of your health. What woman wants to hang out with you? It is hard, ladies and gentlemen, to steer a car that is parked. If you don't believe me, try it. So, sister girl, if you really want God to send you a good man, you better do something. You can't stay locked in in your apartment. You don't go nowhere. You don't belong to any church. And by the way, be careful where you go to find a man. Oh, I'm going to preach this. How you all doing? You all okay? All right, okay. Why? Because, think about it, if you are fishing in an oxidation pond. Don't be surprised if you catch a fish that is smelly. <laughs> I'm trying to help somebody. And please permit me to point out one more myth. And that is that people will say, well, if you just fall in love with a person, that's the person you should marry. That's not true. The truth be told, some people fell in love easily. And I'm glad that you can fall in love with Brother Baba. But you need a whole lot more than just love. What's love got to do? No, 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 don't trip, don't trip. I'm telling you, you need a whole lot more than say I'm in love. You need to know there are guidelines and principles and roadmap in the word of God that teaches you and me what to do in a relationship.
God will not tell you who to marry. But he gives you a good guidelines, a good roadmap. So if you want God's blessing in your relationship, if you want God's protection in your relationship, if you want God's approval, you can choose anybody you want, but I don't mean God will approve it. But if you want God to approve what you're doing and bless what you're doing, and sanctify what you're doing, and anoint what you're doing, then you have to do it God's way. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. Too many people marry for the wrong reason, and they end up with the wrong person. That is why I'm suggesting we do it God's way. God's way is always the right way. So, for a few minutes, and I'm just doing introduction today, I'm laying the foundation. That's what we do in court. You don't introduce a piece of evidence until you first lay foundation. Uh-huh. Amen. If you don't need a relationship, your sons will need it. Your daughters will need it. Your grandchildren will come to you. You have to be equipped with what does says the Lord. Then some of us have messed up one, two times. You, somebody say, fool me once, shame on you. But you don't need to make a career out of making the same doggone mistakes. We can line up. With the word of God. What does God have to say about relationship? Number one, whoever you're going to get in relationship with, God said that person must be spiritually united with you. Spiritual unity. In other words, you have to be of the same belief with that person. This is very important. Too many people, they are not on the same page spiritually with the person they're in relationship. I'll give you an example. It's so simple many times you can't miss it. The wife is in the church. The husband is not in the church. Red flag. You don't need to look at your neighbor today. I'm going to expose the devil. The husband is a Christian. The wife is a Muslim. Houston, we got problem. Spiritually, you have to be united. How did I know that? I just read it to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. The Bible says, do not. Thou shalt not be unequally yoked with anybody. It is so simple. If you fail that first test, 
You cry before you're going to cry again. Somebody needs to love you to tell you the blunt truth. I got five kids. God is my witness. I've had to shut down some relationship. And I was, okay, son or daughter, bring your Bible. Turn to this page. This is not daddy's opinion. This is God's opinion. And we choose in this house, as for me and my house, we're going to follow God's opinion. The Bible says, what fellowship is righteousness with unrighteousness. That's not a suggestion. The Bible says, what communion is light with darkness. That's not just a catchy phrase. You better do it God's way. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15, it says, how can you unite Christ with Belial? He goes on to say, how can you, a believer, be dating an infidel? It's in your Bible. Can you read? These are not just fancy phrases. If you want to be blessed, do it God's way. I've seen people come to me and say, Pastor, I want you to meet my significant order. I say, okay, I'll find out how significant it is. Bring him to me. And then they tell me how much they're in love. They tell me how much they like each other. Sometimes they will tell me how cute the other person is, even before I meet him. And they go on and on how they're similar in their thinking. I said, all that is good. Bring the Negro to me. I can't wait to meet him. Can't wait to meet him. <laughs> and then when they show up, my first question, Brother Baba, what church do you belong? And some of them are very honest. Pastor, I don't belong to any church right now. Ah, wrong answer. Houston, we got problem. It never failed once. Every time such member of mine marry an infidel, it end up in trouble. I knew as a, it's just a matter of time before they call me back. Pastor, I need prayer. I need prayer. And then I would say, I knew you need prayer. I tried to tell you you need prayer. Warning. If you don't have spiritual unity with your 
so-called person. You won't have physical unity. You won't have sexual unity. You won't even have emotional unity. Everything is grounded on spiritual unity. Just think about it. Why will you give your life to somebody who don't care about your Savior? This is why I say the Bible is really not complicated. We, we make it so difficult. I won't do that. I love me too much. Some will say, Brother Pastor, you just don't get it. You, 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 you're an African. You don't understand it. I say, okay, I'm trying to learn. Help me. Well, I'll change him. I'll get him in the church. He, he will serve God. With, he loves it. Let me, let me be brutally honest with you. There's not too many pastors like that. I'm on TV now. You know, they're watching you know, when you're a pastor and other pastors have to watch you, you know you're saying something. Mm -hmm. They tune in. They watch. <laughs> Sister girl, you have leverage before you get married. If you cannot change Brother Baba before you get married... That leverage is gone. If you saw mama can't change him. Well, let me move right along. You know, the reason why God is trying to steer us in this direction, there's something about praying together, worshiping God together, studying the word of God together, Feeding from the same manor house. <laughs> and nobody shouting today. Let's say, if I knew this is what he's going to say, I would never come to church today. <laughs> Moving right along. Another thing you need to look for, ladies and gentlemen, is called compatibility. You have to be compatible with the person you are in relationship with. What do I mean? You have to be heading the same direction. Somebody cannot be pushing while another one is pulling. You want to know the Bible for that? It's very simple. Amos chapter 3 verse 3. I didn't write the book. The Bible says, how can two walk together except they agree? So you don't be hanging out with somebody you're not compatible with. It will not work. Too many people, part of the problem is that you enter into a relationship, you don't even know you.
first you got to discover who you are before you can find out if somebody else is in line with you. And you can know who you are. Because Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I believe, says God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. That purpose is good. It's to profit you, to prosper you, to give you an expected end. So we know God has a plan for you. So discover that first. Discover it. You don't bring somebody else to your mess. Know who you are. God is my witness. I don't just marry Miss Elizabeth. Right from high school, I told her where I'm going. This is me. Don't, don't even think of being around me unless you're going in this direction. She kept the letters. She still have it. This is exactly who I am. This is where I'm going. This is what I'll be doing for living. This is where I will spend the rest of my life. This is my purpose on earth. If you can deal with it, welcome on board. You have to find out who you are. Don't say, I have no clue who I am. In first time, you know when it's all over, oh my time. It's when it's all over, on the judgment day, God will only ask us two questions. A lot of things that you're worrying about, God's not going to waste his time on them. Some of you want to know, okay, how many times you drink, how many times you smoke, and bless your heart. Yeah. Oh, I've never been with any man. Oh, so wonderful. All of that is good. It's good to have that in your resume. But that's, <laughs> God loves all of that. But the two questions we ask you on the day of judgment. Question number one, what did you do with Jesus? He wants to know that. And you know the second question God will ask you? What have you done with what I gave you? See, all the stuff you're worrying about, religion is wasting your time. See, God has given you some serious gift. God has given you a live assignment. He has a purpose for you. God has given you talent. He wants to know, I sent you to the planet Earth as an ambassador, a citizen of heaven. Sent on earth on a mission. What did you do with what I gave you? I got to stop. I have seven points. I only got to two. Mm -hmm. Because he talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be blessed. Find somebody that is compatible. And let me give you this as a token. You see, the Bible also said, don't mess with unstable people. Yeah. 
Check brother Bob out. Check sister, whatever. Some people have anger problem. Some people, they, they will fly off the handle in a heartbeat. Some people are dealing with addictions. And nobody shouting now. Let me put it in plain English. Julio is a crackhead. And you knew it. Somebody needs to preach this gospel. <laughs> How y'all doing? You knew it. The Bible warned. Stay away from people who are full of gluttony. Wine bitters. I mean, the Bible literally lists all kinds of addictions. Why will you be hanging out with somebody that you know is messed up? Are you a miracle worker or something? When you have left free, get Brother Baba to get his life together. If he really wants you, he'll do it. While you have leverage. <laughs> I better stop before I miss it. Everybody stand to your feet. Come, 9.30, I'll teach you more about it. <laughs> you still love me? <laughs> I know you still love me. <laughs> I want to pray. This is going to be a fun month. And find somebody. We need to talk real talk. We need to study the word of God. The Bible gives us blueprint. You don't be messing with people who are emotionally unstable. I kid a lot. I jokes, I laugh, but the truth be told, and you don't have to take my word. You ask any of the lawyers here, they'll tell you. You've got plenty of lawyers. We are blessed in this church. We have truckload of teachers, and middle class workers, business owners, lawyers, engineers. They're all here. You talk to them. They'll tell you more than 80% of the force is centered on emotional instability. Save yourself. Help your children. Save them from headache and pain. To whom much is given, much is required. Father God, we thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you for loving us. You love us so much, you give us blueprints 
roadmap, guidelines, how to live, how to make choices in life. Lord, help our understanding. Lord, I lift up everyone in relationship. Some of us, we have messed up in the process. Some of us, because no one along the way was there to help us, to guide us, to teach us. Lord, have mercy upon us today. Help repair every broken bridges. Nothing is too hard for you, O God. I put at this altar of prayer every broken home, every dysfunctional family, everything that is missing, Lord, we ask that you make it right. Have your way in our life. For those who are still trying to make the choice of getting into relationships, Lord, I pray, oh God, that you will lead us, that you will guide us, that you will help us along the way. We don't know what we're doing. We can't do it without you. Except you, God, build the house. Everyone that labors, labors in vain. Holy Spirit, pull us when we are heading the wrong direction. We need the wisdom from above. For our children, we need wisdom. For our own self, we need wisdom. There are opportunities to get in relationship. Not just for love, business relationship, ministry relationship, family relationship. Lord, we pray that you will guide us. Help us to listen to your voice. Forgive us where we are messed up. I thank you, oh God, for healing to take place in this house. I thank you, oh God, for a fresh start in all of our relationship. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. And the church say, Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord God a clap off. Come on, come on. Come on, give the Lord God a clap offering. He is worthy to be praised. Lift your hands towards heaven for the benediction. If you are here today and you're looking for a church home after the benediction, my wife and I will be waiting right here to welcome you to this great church. We have the Bible. It's a blueprint. And we try to keep things 100%. The days of just having religion is over. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you and direct you. And you will never regret your decision to be a part of what God is doing here. In Jesus' name.
May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. May the Lord prosper you in your life journey and give you wisdom. This is my prayer for you. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.